My skin is black. What you looking at? My skin is black. I feel so good to be black right now. (laughs) Welcome to episode 162 of the Black in Fashion podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. I am Lanise Collier. I am your host today. So today is going to be a solo episode. I don't have a guest today. Every now and then, you know, throughout the the seasons and stuff like that, I like to do like a couple one-on-one episodes. It's not interview style, but more driven on just like giving information and sharing tips and like sharing advice and things like that, okay? So I wanted to come today to kind of run down some some difficulties that I see that's happening within the industry um, and just to give like some perspective and some feedback on some things that I think that as a whole we could be doing better especially as black fashion professionals okay so let's talk about this thing they call gatekeeping like people not wanting to like share information or like help others now for some people I'm being one of them our advice and our sharing of information is our livelihood. This is what we utilize to make our money. It is what we need to support ourselves, feed our families and stuff like that. Now, for me, I do it in a very cool way. Like, yes, I do charge to talk to me and to have a conversation, I mean, you know, have like a consultation and stuff like that. But I give out a lot of free information. I've been doing this podcast for five years. We have 162 episodes worth of free information. And the first 20 episodes are a lot of episodes of me by myself going through product development, going through production, going through marketing, going through merchandising. So I don't think that I gatekeep in any way because I give this information out. And then if you follow us on my on a, my my business page, which is LC underscore apparel consultant, I give tips, advice, and information all day long for free. I have a show on the Fashion Network, on the Fashion TV Network called The Stitch Life. That's more information for free. So I have three different platforms where I'm giving out free information. So when people, you know, reach out to me and they're like, oh, I need some advice on this. And I'm just like, hey, you got to book an appointment um, or like blah, blah, blah. They're like, I got to I got to pay to talk to you. Yes, you do, because my time is valuable and I pay for this podcast. I pay to come in here and record this and post it like that, I pay that out of my pocket to give out free information. So yeah, when I have a consultation and you want to talk to me one-on-one and you got something specific, you absolutely have to pay for it. And that is not gatekeeping. That is business. You can pick my brain once you pay this invoice, okay? And that's on period. And I think that we have a trouble with like, because you want the information for free that is automatically supposed to be just given to you. And it is on these platforms, but you're going to have to sit down and take your time and read and listen and take notes. It's not going to be handed to you. If you wanted it handed to you, you have to pay for that. Okay. Now, another thing I want to discuss and I, and it's the reason why I started the, the crazy client chronicles is this lack of grace for black owned businesses and small businesses. Um, a corporate company, a retailer, a, a, a restaurant can mess up your order and screw you up so many times. However, you'll still shop there. McDonald's screws up people orders all the time. People still shop there. Fashion Nova and uh, some of these online retailers, Sheen, they they won't give you clothes for two months. It comes to you and it's cheap and all this other stuff. You're not blasting them people like that. You're not charging back those people. You're not writing like the bad Google reviews on them. So why is it that we give corporate companies so much room for error and we'll still continue to shop with them but let a small black owned business make one mistake which is human error because they don't have the same resources and then it's like fucking world war three on them 
Like, is that fair? Is that okay? I don't think so, and I don't think that it's fair or okay. And a lot of times, the people that's making the complaints are our own people. Instead of taking a deep dive into just providing feedback, I don't always get the best customer service or products or anything like that when I buy from black-owned brands. And I am a black-owned supporter, but I don't. I would never trash them. I would never talk about them. I provide feedback. I've gotten things from high-end black designers, and I wrote them an email like, hey, you know, I love the piece and I love your design, but these are the areas of improvement. I don't have to go writing on their page under comments talking about nothing. I don't and saying mean and nasty things to people. I don't have to go on Google and write them a bad review because how are they really gonna grow? Like there's a difference between being like aggressive and just like being a complainer, being mean, but and then if there's a difference between that and and providing constructive criticism. Constructive criticism and giving somebody some feedback will help them go a longer way and it's, it's a way for them to receive it. They can receive the information that they're that they're that you're giving them. When you write something really mean under somebody's post or on on Google or something like that, of course they're gonna get defensive because you could have just came to them. Why you gotta come to them over you know around the world and you know on these social things you know? So I think that is an issue and something that we can work on as a people. Now another thing that I see a lot and I've asked this question on our Instagram multiple times is what are you lacking as a black designer? What is your issues as a black designer? Like what are you? What challenges are you facing? And the two things that I get the absolute most is marketing and capital. Okay. Now, and I always ask, so what strategies are you utilizing to change that? Because somebody will be quick to say they can't afford something, but they'll spend money on something else. So then it goes back to aligning with your goals. Like for me, business last year was trash. And when I tell you it was trash, it was trash. Like it was so up and down. It was, um, you know, I had some lawsuits there. I had people who wanted to do chargebacks on me. It just was a really, really rough year. And by the grace of God, I got through it all. But in that time, it humbled me too to figure out what I really needed versus what I did not need. I was able to put more money into fixing and turning things around when I started making certain sacrifices. I stopped getting my nails done. I stopped going to get my hair done. I stopped getting my lashes done. So we are quick to say that we can't afford something, but it's because of the lifestyle that we live. I used to travel all the time. I didn't really travel that much last year. And that is the reason like you have to make changes in order to get to money. So if capital is an issue and money is an issue, look at your budget. Look and see what you're spending on what subscriptions, travel, whatever it is, and remove some things. I had to make a big sacrifice when I opened my studio. I had to get rid of my car. I love to be rolling around in my car, but unfortunately, my studio and me building my business was more important. And I'm not saying you have to go that way, but I'm just saying I did what I had to do. The car was not a necessity when I was trying to run this business. I could take public transportation or I get my butt in an Uber. So when you want something bad enough you'll make the sacrifices that you need in order to get those things you know so with money and I'm not saying that it's, it's, it's you have like you know unlimited funds because some people have kids some people are struggling I get all of that but I'm telling you that if you work out a budget and you make sacrifices to your goals it does make a big difference in the results that you receive now um, when it comes to marketing it's like granted Marketing can be very, very difficult. It can be very, very hard. But there's without going to school for it or being like, oh, my fashion design school didn't teach me that, you didn't major in that. You majored in design. So they're going to teach you design. Why would a fashion design school teach you business? 
You're not taking a business program. So for me, what I did, because I knew what the ultimate goal was, I was a design major that always took business courses. And then after I stopped, like graduated, then I went to try to get a, I got a master's in um, fashion management and merchandising. I moved to New York to go to LIM to get on that business side. And then I worked in retail and I worked in business and I worked in the corporate area. So I never actually learned like certain areas of the business. I had to figure them out. I read like crazy. I read marketing books. I read these things. So for the people that are struggling, even if you didn't go to school, there is a way to learn things. There is so much free information and free content out there, but are you doing the extra amount of reading the information, absorbing the information, and then applying it? That's the difference. You could take a whole bunch of classes too and not apply any of it to your business. That's the problem. And that's the thing that I see like, oh, I took a class on that. Oh, I knew, I knew about that. I know that. Why are you not executing it? We in a space where we want to complain that there's not enough resources out there for us. And don't get me wrong. There could definitely be more. But people bootstrap all the time. People will make their dreams come true without nothing all the time, without help or anything like that. So I challenge you guys to just think a little differently and change your mindset to figure out what is the best way for me to execute my goals. I might have to spend some time reading because I can't afford a professional marketer. I might have to spend some time going without some things because I'm not going to get no grant when I ain't got no business. Like all these Instagram ads, they be like, oh, you never start a business with your own money. That is a goddamn lie. That is a lie because a lot of grant applications, they want to give you a grant once you're doing something. They do have a few seed grants out there, like for startups when you're starting out. But for the most part, grant applications want to see what you are already doing. What numbers are you in? And if you're talking about a loan, you could just throw that shit in the trash if you ain't making no money. Because why would somebody give you a loan if you can't pay it back? You got to at least show if you do a personal loan that you can pay that back with your, your day job or whatever. But if you're looking for a business loan and your business ain't made no money, you're high risk. Why would I give you a loan? And the best time to look for a loan is when you got money, not when you don't have it. Because they like, even so, like, let's say you get down on your luck and now you need a loan to recoup. They like, well, you kind of getting down on your luck. Why would I give you a loan if I can't, if you can't pay that money back? So be realistic about it and do not allow these social media ads and these people on social media trying to tell you that, oh, you could just sign up for this grant and you can get this money. It is a crock of shit, okay? And I say that with love. It is not what it is and it's not at all. You could talk to any real entrepreneur out there that been in business for uh, four years, five years, 10 years, 20 years. Nah, bro, it ain't like that. But the social media world will have you thinking that you're doing something wrong when you're doing the best that you can do, okay? So I thought that that would be great, you know, just to share with you guys. And just to, I want everybody to really, really understand that you are in control of your success. The habits that you do, the way you move, the way you think, the way your mind works about things, those are the things that are going to push and push and push you to be the best version of yourself each and every day, okay? So I hope that that was helpful. I hope that you guys enjoyed that little snippet. I didn't want to come on here too long and like talk your ear off or anything like that. But I just think it's important to have these conversations and like discuss these things and stuff so that we can continue to grow and so that we can get the things that we need. Okay. There's also um, what I was going to say when it comes to like the marketing and the capital side or whatever. Um there's a whole bunch of different formulas. And like I said, there's a whole bunch of different books. But the easiest ones that I want to throw out there for you guys is social. 
I built my entire business on social media. And I know that some people hate social media. And I know that social media is not the only form of marketing. But it is one of the biggest forms. And the only thing I did, y'all, and I'm telling you, the only thing I did was post every day, three times a day. I had a morning post, I had an afternoon post, and I had an evening post. I stayed consistent and just showing what I can do. I wasn't being like, shop now or get this now. Like I literally was just showing what I could do, and I was authentic, and I was transparent in my approach. A lot of people don't like to get in front of the camera. I didn't either at first, and then I read you know, and I had a friend who does marketing. So I'm just like, you got to get in front of the camera. Like, people got to know you, know your story, know your personality in order to even want to buy for you. A lot of people feel like they can resonate with me. Like, they want to work with me just off the strength of the way that I am, that I come through with transparency. I come through with assertiveness. I come through with authenticity. I'm literally just being myself on this microphone. It ain't no gimmicks. It ain't no innings. It's nothing. I am who I am, and that's it. And I put that in front of people being unapologetically me and people were receptive to it and I get in front of the camera perfect or not perfect I don't have on no makeup right now at all and there's plenty of times where I'm in front of that camera with no makeup on no lashes I don't care it's not about that to me what's about to me is me living in my purpose and me living in my passion which is fashion and in teaching I like creation and I like to educate people. Me having a full face of makeup just to do a, a, a podcast or to get in front of the camera to do a post is like, I don't care. I don't wear makeup anyway. So why would I put it on for that? You know, so if you stop overthinking that social media has to be a certain way and just live in your truth and live in yourself and your brand, talk about how you got started, talk about your ups, talk about your downs. I'm not afraid to be vulnerable on this microphone. I'm going to say whatever I want over here and nobody going to check me. And if anybody has an issue with what I say, they can always unfollow, get off the page. But I think it's important that as you're building, whether it's a product-based business, whether if it's a service-based business, that your consumers know who you are. Know what it is that you offer and you build that credibility. That is what social content is about. It's building up a following for credit people so that people credibility so people trust you. Trust that you can get the job done. Trust that your product is the best product. Uh, that you got the best product, you got the best service, everything. But they need to hear from you. And if it's not from you, then maybe you need a brand ambassador or a PR person where you could write everything down. But honestly, you can't build a business being scared. You got it's risk taking involved. It's 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 long nights. It's a lot of things involved in that, you know. So do the work to get the results that you need. And on that note, y'all, I'm gonna head on out. And as I always say, stay black. Peace out.